0: Oh, hey, it's you again. Welcome back to Getting It Out Podcast. Whether you're a frequent listener or even just a first-timer, I want to thank you for clicking on the episode. I know there's a lot of options, a lot of podcasts to pick through and listen to. And this time, you chose Getting It Out. If you like what you hear on this episode or maybe what you've heard in the past, I want to ask you to consider joining the GettingItOut.net Patreon, where you'll get early ad-free access to interviews, sometimes weeks before they air. It only costs $2 a month, and hey, once you set it up, it's like making beef jerky in the 90s. You set it, and you forget it. You'll get email updates each time I post an episode exclusive to the Patreon, and though the cost is low for you, your support makes a huge impact on what I can continue to do with gettingitout.net and Getting It Out Podcast. If you're interested, check the link in the show notes or head over to patreon.com slash gettingitoutpodcast. Thanks for hearing me out, and enjoy this episode of the show.
1: trouble, dumber than a bag of hammers, you got a heart made to live. You think you're preaching righteousness? Nothing but death
0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 81 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was a song by a band called Sundogs. Um, They're from like Seattle or something. But anyway, the band's Sundogs, and the album is called Legends of Their Own Mind. That song was called Johnny. And I realize that I I made you work for it on this one. You had to to stick with me for nearly five minutes till we get to this point. And I think it was worth it. You might think differently, but that's all right. Sometimes you just need some old dad rock and roll. And I, maybe I'm not an old dad, but I am still a dad and I do like rock and roll and we're going to be talking a little bit about rock and roll specifically on this episode. So, uh consider that a precursor, a warning. Although I do think I do think if you didn't like uh Sun Dogs, you will like the band that uh I'm talking to today, which is uh Gygax, Gigax. I think I said that right. G- I was saying Gigax before I knew how to say it before I got on this interview and he said the name correctly. Um but hey, that's what I do. It's what these metal bands, they do this. They they it's their fault. If if you're pronouncing names wrong, don't feel bad. It's their fault. They could just spell it normally, right? They could have put a U in there. Gygax. I would have got that. But no. They left it they left a Y. I, I understand why is a guy's name. But uh, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, phonetically, it could have been anything. Gigax. Gygax. Gigax. I don't know. How, how what other ways can you pronounce AX? doesn't matter getting carried away got to bring it back together this is the 81st episode of getting it out podcast which does does, there's no uh specific landmark for that who was 81 uh what's what's is that terrell owens does that is that the only thing i can think of with 81 what else came out in 81 uh i don't think of anything and nothing came out in 81 Oh, I know, uh, DOA, that's a Canadian hardcore band, DOA, Hardcore 81, which th- that's where they claim the phrase hardcore came from. I don't know. I don't know about that. Who knows about that? Who wants to argue about that? Not interested in that argument. I don't even want to hear people have that argument. It's so stupid. It's such a stupid thing to argue about. Anyway, we're not talking about hardcore in this episode. We're talking about good old rock and roll, like I said, and uh, I should just get to it, but... but you used to hear me do this, so what would this episode be if I didn't just uh, meander through the intro the, like this mindlessly and make you listen to it for several minutes, several minutes longer than you probably should. I mean, it's probably, I've probably been on, you've probably been listening too long for uh, a reasonable intro, intro music to start now, but I'm going to start intro music now, and uh, that's just the way it is, so enjoy the greatest rap song of 2000 eighteen, I think that's when I debuted. it, Two thousand eighteen. Still going. Alright, by the way. Until anybody until anybody tops it, um, then it remains. And hey, if you think uh, <laughs> if if you think that I need a new rap song, then send me a new beat. Alright? Until then, this is the way it is. Getting it out podcast rap song, followed by Getting It Out Podcast episode eighty one, starting now.
1: Dark Satellite Media
0: You know when I started doing a podcast I thought I found my calling, but there's something more, there's a little something more I think I can reach into, I got a little more in me, I need to get it out, just like the podcast, it's getting it out rap song, from the getting it get out podcast, and it feels powerful, I think you feel it too, I think you feel it too, but there's certain things that need to be said, because I was thinking about it a lot lately, and exactly what exactly was I was thinking about, so I have to break it down here this a little bit for you. I was sitting at home trying to relax When I realized a podcast needs a rap It sound way better with they Dogg back But I gotta spit quick on these Ames cats. Well, big horns of shit on rumble strips Zep sits back with a hundred kids But I know how shallow that gym pool is So what did he do with his cripple kin How do you tell the time at night When the sun don't shine on the dial bright While well, Von Scott lives the hard rock life Singing on the streets underneath the lights I got grocery lists and shit I don't like Gonna run and by old Mike on ice And like cop stab a day with the butt drug tips This podcast will flip your lids So
1: that's what I sing about On the song for the podcast It's getting it out
0: hello 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 so here we are uh like i said episode 81 uh you just listened to the greatest rap song of 2018 uh still holding the title I suppose, uh, until it can be topped. We pick up right where I left off. Anyway, um, so uh, as I mentioned, this episode features Eric Harris. I might not have said his name before, but his name is Eric Harris. He used to be a bands like uh, Gypsy Hawk or uh, Skeleton Witch or uh, some other bands that I forget. And uh, this, this band, Gygax, came across my uh, digital desk uh, a few months ago maybe a few months ago, a couple months ago would be more accurate. And I I didn't think much of it because I didn't listen to it. That's what I do. I, I honestly, I get, I get so many of these things that, uh, these promos that I, I sometimes I skip a lot of them because that's just the way it is. Now I should be very specific. This is not, this is not podcast related. I get these promos for another thing that I do. If you do send in music for the podcast, I guarantee you I see that immediately and listen to that immediately. So for those who've never done that or are thinking about it, please do. Send it in. I will check it out immediately. But anyway, so Gygax came across came across my thing and I finally downloaded him the one day and listened to the promo. It, like after the album already came out and I was amazed. I, I fucking love this. I, I, ran, I run to it all the time now. I love this music. Uh, you're going to hear it here soon. I'm having a hard time picking out songs that I want to play for you so i think i gotta just stick with what's considered their 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 singles on this record but anyway so we'll get back to that here in a little bit but i wanted to shout out to my man from malaysia he didn't leave, he didn't give me his name he sent me an email you know how last episode i was begging for uh people to send me emails and let me know if they listened to uh to the podcast well uh fellow from malaysia did i want to read you that email very brief but uh right to the point and uh is exactly what i was looking for and i'm very thankful that he sent this he says, uh, shout out from Malaysia. Just listen to episode 80. Love the podcast. Got hooked after the Blaze slash In Cold Blood episode. Cheers. That's it. Do you know how happy that makes me to get this little email from this guy that I don't know? What if he's, I almost called him a little guy. I don't know that he's a little guy. I just assume uh, you're in an Asian country, so you're a little guy. But you could, you could be huge. You could be Yao Ming of Malaysia. I don't know. It's it's very uh is that is that stereotypic is that me stereotyping, being racist? It's me being mean either way. It's me being rude. I shouldn't do that. I apologize. I'm sure you're an average height just like I am. And, and but thank you for the email. Um and if I if you put your name there I would have said your name. But thank you anyway. Appreciate it. Um so I I was thinking about how I used to do these episodes, um, before I would have guests on all the time and where I would just talk in in and say stupid thoughts that I had the other day or like throughout the week and I would do it every week and I don't know how I don't know how I did that I really don't I don't know how I kept that up uh, but but then as I was watching uh, the documentary it was it was a two-part documentary on uh, HBO I think it's called uh, who killed Garrett Phillips is that what it is I'm gonna search that right now who killed Garrett Ph- yes it's called who killed Garrett Phil- Garrett Phillips right? So it's it's this kind of story where surprise white people are racist and they try to pin a murder on a black guy. Whatever, you know that's the same old kind of thing. And they're right, I assume. It seems, in my opinion, look like uh, yeah, white people were once again racist and uh, tried to pin something on a black guy. But anyway, and cops are dirty and all all that all the you know all the usual stuff. But there, so there's this this guy who's on trial, right? You know, and it's it's basically proven. That there's no way he killed this kid. Well, there's not there's no way he killed the kid. There's no evidence that he killed this kid. And uh, he's got this whole defense team. And there's, like, the white lawyer, the black lawyer, the other lawyer, the all men. And then there's, like, this woman who's always with him. And I don't know if they set her name in there. I, I, she doesn't have any speaking parts as far as I remember. But what she does have is this really obnoxious face, right? And, like, look, I it has to be bad to that me and my wife both noticed this and didn't say something to each other initially and finally when it was brought up we're like holy shit yes what is with this woman look i'm not she wasn't an ugly woman she just made really ugly faces she looked like she looked like she was she looked like uh, she looked like she's had smelled a bear fart you know like this constantly just all the worst faces she looked like do you know uh, like not a bear fart no, okay how about this uh, an animal bear fart yeah but also a bear fart you know how like when you when you fart and and you don't have any clothes on <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> i mean it's got to be a kind of a rare situation right so like how often are you completely naked uh this i mean think about that you're not often it's not very often that you're completely naked unless you're showering right and then you're getting dressed so all right uh, let's take it even further a bear wet fart like do you ever fart in the shower when there's no there's nothing to there's no clothes to filter it through and the wetness and the moisture seems to make it more potent And she smells like she's uh, <laughs> she she looks like she's been smelling you know shower farts the entire day and it, it's just constantly she's getting a whiff of shower farts she's got the, the worst face and it's several scenes i don't know if she was like the paralegal but she's always so she's always in the background and you just see this face and she's just scowling even i think when i think when they you know spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert fucking who cares go watch it uh when they when they say that he's uh that he's innocent right i think she cracks a smile for a minute and then immediately it's like back to this like like she's trying to like she's trying to to, to solve a difficult Sudoku, you know it's just constant, constant angry perplexion. Is perplexion a word? I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. We're going to go with that perplexion. But uh, yeah, so, so, and I guess these are the type of things that I used to come on here and talk about, and I could see why because look how long I'm talking about this woman's face that I saw on a documentary. But yeah, it's worth it. If if I've been going through these, uh, you know these these, me and my wife have been going through these uh, these documentaries on. On HBO lately, there was uh, the, the the text message one. I love you now die or something. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Uh, fuck that girl. Um, and then there's this who killed Garrett Phillips. <clears throat> and then there's this other one we, we're doing now. It's I think it's called Behind Closed Doors. But anyway, that's that's my point. That's how that's how we got here. Uh, other big news. It's almost time for me to decide if I'm gonna stick with an Android phone or uh, or switch over to Apple. Now I know. This is a big deal, and um, I, think it's, I think it's important that, uh, that, I, that I leave this question out here for you guys. I don't want you to answer it because I don't care about your opinions, but I just, I just wanted you to know that I'm currently weighing my options and doing no research and will come to a decision at the store. So that's that's cool. Also, I paid off my student loans. Do you know how many years that took? That took like 16 years. I don't know why I'm telling you this. It's just none of your business, but hey, it's an accomplishment. So there we go. Uh, also, other, other other bad things this week, a Bit worst thing this week, I coughed up phlegm, right? <laughs> Which is, I must be having a good week, right, if that's the worst thing. I coughed up some phlegm, but I didn't think I could do that anymore. I thought that was something that only smokers did, and I don't smoke anymore, so I thought... Well, what the hell is this and now i find that if you don't smoke cigarettes you can still cough up phlegm in the morning and it's ridiculous and I, I think that you might as well smoke right so everybody just starts smoking because if there's still phlegm like i thought that was only a smoker thing and now now i, I realize that everybody can cough up uh well what, was disgusting thing people call it log butter lung butter i hate i hate that that that, that makes me feel sick Anything to do with body parts and butter? When people say uh, butter teeth, butter teeth Brit, that's you know that's a stereotype they would throw out there. Like butter tooth, they call somebody yeah they got yellow teeth. That makes me feel sick. Just just uh, throwing butter with teeth, and I keep saying it, I can't do it again. Uh, butter face, and I understand what that means, but it, it, it that even just I just imagine like a butter mold. You never know, you ever seen like a a butter sculpture of a turkey at Thanksgiving. Why well, just imagine that? That's a face, and if you bite into that, it'd just be mushy. It's like a like an avocado, which is essentially mayonnaise in a shell, right? I don't, these are these are not things I know. They're just things I, I I I suspect. I'm not willing to do the research. I'm not eating an avocado. Don't get that shit near me. So green. Nothing that green. Nothing that color green can be good. And I didn't say collard greens. This I, I think it's funny when people say that. But anyway. Uh, which is I understand this is the correct term. Don't don't think I think it's colored greens. I know it's collard greens. I just don't know. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting out of control. I'm getting I'm getting way way too far. I gotta bring it back. Bring it bring it back. Brick a brick. Brick a brack Brick a bra. Brick a bra. Kind of getting there. Gonna get my voice back. I saw I, I I saw I oh I know what I did. I saw this guy the other day and I had this terrible thought. I was I was driving out of a parking lot right I was picking up bread or something from a grocery store whatever you do when you go to a grocery store that's what I was doing there don't tell the cops but I was picking up bread from the grocery store and uh, I saw this guy coming out and he was leaving like his shift at McDonald's right and he was uh going across the parking lot to his car and uh, he was uh he so what's, what's the correct word for crippled disabled he was disabled he was uh you know a younger gentleman yet he was uh he had a leg that kind of drug you know a drug underneath him And, uh, which is terrible. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. He seems like he, he seems like in a good mood, I guess, leaving his job or leaving his, I don't know. I don't know why I assume he worked at McDonald's. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was just there wearing a McDonald's shirt. Maybe he's a big fan. Nobody ever thinks about that. What if people that in McDonald's wear McDonald's clothing are just big fans of McDonald's? If you're going to wear a McDonald's shirt, you're probably going to go to McDonald's. Like one way or the other, you could just be a big fan of McDonald's anyway. I don't think those people exist but they might because I know people that go to McDonald's way too much they might as well wear their clothing too. anyway so this guy's walking he has his walker and he's dragging his foot and uh, I thought that ah, sucks It must suck to, to like walk like that it's just that must feel awful. it must hurt constantly I can, you know I felt sympathy for him and then I felt even worse for him because I was thinking man like that shoe that shoe is just dragging. Like it's getting all fucked up like that. So that one shoe. So, so anytime he buys a new pair of shoes, the, the one, the right shoe, whatever, whatever foot was dragging, it just gets destroyed like immediately. Like, so how quick does this guy go through shoes? But then it's like, it's not even shoes. It's how quick does he go through one shoe? But then you can't have, you can't have, you got to buy a whole new pair, right? You don't, they don't sell just like a single shoe. You can't do that. This is not fair. I think we need to start selling single shoes for uh, people in these situations, or uh, get them a little skateboard for that leg. But uh, I don't know. I, I realize that's insensitive, but I just want—I want to find a solution to the shoe problem here. You gotta be spending a lot of money on shoes, and I think—I uh, think something should be done about that. But something should be done about about me talking. I've, I've gone on for way too long. Uh, I think I should get to to, to a song from. Gygax and then we should go to my interview with Eric Harris of Gygax and I think I, I, I'm tell, I'm not kidding when I say I'm struggling to figure out which song to play uh, for these guys I, I want to play all of them I want to play the whole record because I think it's all so good but I think I'm just going to go with uh, the lead track on their album High Fantasy and that is Light Bender so here's this and then then, then the interview alright stick around what's up this is dan with getting it up, hey, what's up
3: yeah man what's going
0: on ah nothing nothing much actually a lot but you know not i don't need to fill you in on my day up. i don't think but <laughs> it's because you're in the I west mean, Co- you're on the west coast right i am so you your day hasn't even really started yet
3: uh no it's getting started okay so well might- actually it's been started we're, we're about to leave uh we actually have to take off as a band, um, and a little bit to go to Los Angeles because we're playing, uh, an event hosted by Luke Gygax tomorrow for Gary Gygax Day.
0: Oh, wow. I'm so glad you yeah. said, you said that name, your band name too, because I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time.
3: <laughs> oh, Gygax. Yeah. 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 I've been saying and Gigax. That's from, that's from the family itself. So now we know.
0: There we go. All right, good. That, that, that's. That solves a couple of mysteries for me because that's what I, I mean. I well, I mean, obviously, I got you here to talk about uh, Gygax. and uh, yeah. I was—I have this little conversation I always have with two of my friends, and you know, it's usually just—it's this little text conversation. We're always just talking about most of the time it's basketball, to be honest. But every we all like heavy music, and every now and then they purposely try to nerd me out of the conversation. And so, to, all right. so today, I like you know they'll talk about. Like the, They brought up yesterday was like, is Star Trek science fiction – or Star Trek is science fiction and Star Wars is science fantasy, which I have, I have no idea what they're talking about. All right, so they do this kind of stuff. So today I thought, well, I can out-nerd them and bring yeah. up your band. But then right there away they, they're like, that must be a and d related band. So they, they, kind oh, of, shit. they kind of they They got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway – So, uh, why don't we talk about, talk about, uh, was it Gygax? Let me make sure I get that right. Gygax. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So where did this band come
2: from?
3: Um, well, Brian and I had played in a band previous to this one. And, uh, uh, when I relocated to Ventura in like 2014, we knew we wanted to play music. So we kind of tried to keep the other band going and it didn't seem to just like go anywhere. Um, and at that time... I was I mean, I've always been heavy in like fantasy imagery and just medieval and sci fi, just whatever, just pretend stuff I guess.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, it's like all like all the shit that like drove me like my entire life. So, um, I had mentioned it to him, uh, because another friend of mine, Martin DePedro, uh when I was living in Los Angeles, we went to lunch one day. And Martin was sitting down, and he's like, dude, you should fucking start a band called Gygax, fucking making about monsters and wizards and shit, but it should be, like, all thrash. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. And then, like, I hadn't thought about it until uh, that time in 2014, and then I was just like, dude, I got this sick-ass idea for a band. Like, we could probably make this work. So Brian and I started playing some songs together along with the dude, Armand, and so we just started it. it. was nothing, really.
2: Are,
0: are there other bands like this that exists where there's a direct like correlation to gaming like specifically dungeons and dragons because of course Dude, being into heavy metal there has to be right because being into heavy metal i mean we both know tons of tons of fucking bands are orcs and demons and
3: we- theo has been singing about right. rainbows and tigers <laughs> and swords and sorcery and shit so it's like that was one of the first things i noticed um like when i was living in ohio um and i was getting into heavy metal playing in heavy metal bands and stuff and uh and it hit me like i was like dude this is all nerd shit i was like this is just all like stuff like these like tough fucking chest pounding like want to be like alpha male kind of dudes like are kind of like like praising without knowing that they're praising it and i was like that's fucking genius yeah um and and you know like that correlation kind of just like i sat on like that idea of it and was just like dude that makes so much sense." i was like that's so sick um, so it's always, it's always been an apparent thing. It's not like, you know, we like went out of our way to like really come up with some original shit, but, uh, um, I don't know, man, it's just like always there. So I just reached for it.
0: Well, you said this was originally, the idea was originally to be more, uh, like thrash, but this isn't, this isn't very, it's not very thrash. There's a little no, bit of thrash
3: ours is, in ours is a variation on that. Like yeah. So, like, when we were doing it, I was like, the, the idea behind the band, Gygax, is amazing. I was like, I just don't want to do thrash at all. Right. Like, right. I was just like, let's just do straight boogie rock and roll.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, because we noticed, like, uh, in the other bands we were playing in, like, we'd noticed, like, we were getting a pretty dynamic, um, or, like, I guess, like, polarizingly dynamic, like, audience. Or the other band um you know we had like a lot of young kids and like a lot of the older people that were like man this is the shit i used to listen to in the 70s and stuff and i was just like this is great man if we can bring everybody together like let's just fucking do it you yeah, know yeah
0: yeah and there's there's been a few few bands like like you guys who are playing this type of stuff and uh <clears throat> sorry uh but it's but it's but it's something that when when you get it right like you guys do, and there was there's a band from oh fuck I forget where they're from, but uh, they had the song fuck what, had, oh it's Horizon. They had the song Night Rider, a, a couple years ago. Dude,
3: Horizont fucking really, I and they're incredible, I, right? Yeah, Brian and I are really like like huge fans, but like I like like the majority of stuff I've heard from them. They're they're really really good,
0: right? And that's well, that, um, you guys remind me of them in the in that you're playing a style. And you're doing it so well that it's just kind of like you know un- undeniable. Like, it's this it's rock music, it's metal music, but it's just fucking good and it's catchy. And it's just heavy. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. Is what, what? What was so? What? So I mean, I, I know there's been like you know comparisons out there with like Thin Lizzy, and that's pretty obvious in there, and and uh, Iron Maiden, and but I also know that maybe that's probably not what you were going for. What? What? What were you going for with this?
3: Um, I mean... Or what influence, I I don't say know, I man. I, I feel like, like, in a younger age, like, going for something makes a lot more sense because you know who you're trying to emulate.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, like, for the first albums we did, like, I mean, I just, like, whenever I write something, I mean, it's gotta be influenced from things that, like, I find joy in. Um, so like Tim Lizzie and Black Sabbath and Deep Purple were like you know the, the base of like what we were doing right. but like you get in all kinds of shit I mean like we and Brent were listening to a song the other day and I was just like oh my god I forgot that I had, like got influence from like Katy Perry or something for that and he was just like <laughs> what um, and we were just talking about that because it's like it just at first like you're going for something but like once you just kind of like sit back and just let everything happen like your influences, are, like, start coming from places, like, maybe you didn't really expect they would come from, so, like, um, yeah, I mean, like, I know people say we sound like Iron Maiden, or we sound like this, and, like, that's great, man, that's awesome, but, like, we definitely weren't, like, intentionally being, like, fuck yes, listen to this, let's do that exactly, right, you know? Right, right,
0: yeah, it's a lot more so, um, organic. So, it's
3: kind of, yeah, it's definitely organic, so it's fun to, like, you, like, we didn't, you know, we we didn't expect it to come out like it did. I think it's just the caliber of players we have right now,
2: yeah, in the
3: band, and how well we all get along is uh, it plays a pretty big part in like, you know, how well we are able to make music.
0: Well, you guys are all pretty well established in uh, in metal music in general, aren't you? You, it's pretty experienced musicians, correct.
3: Um, I don't know. I not really. No? Um oh, okay. like I've played in some bands before.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh Wes is in this rad band called um Annihilation Time. Um it's like, is this it's like sound fam- um, it sounds
0: familiar. Like, is it a hardcore
3: band more? it's it's they call it hardcore, but it's like it's just more like attitude like rock and roll. Okay. Like yeah. like it's yeah, like so. It's weird. It's hard to describe, but it's fucking good. It's really good. Right. Um. So like, he came from there. Bryant played in Gypsy Off with me, and like, I've done some stuff, but like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't. Like, we're not like, really like established or anything like that. We're just okay. Just four dudes.
0: <laughs> what you, have have you been? Uh, this is this is your third. This is your third record, and this is the first one that that I've that I found though. And actually, I don't know. I don't know how how much. Uh, Do dave clued you in here but like i i had just been listening you know this came this came across my email um high fantasy did um like a lot of records do and at some point i just started listening to it i think i was out running and i just kind of had this whole that's
3: the best time to listen to
0: it yeah yeah
3: hell yeah
0: i just did it again right you know earlier today but, like, and I just, I was like, holy shit. Like, and I, I got really into it, so I found your guy and emailed him and was like, I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk to this bank, so I want to talk about this record. And, uh but then I found, uh, stupidly, th- there's there's two other records, and you've been at it for a little while here, but you've been working pretty quickly. Was that yeah, was we, that intentional? Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Brian and I, like, uh, we've, we've, during the other bands we were in, like, we got to basically use those as like a workshop um, to see like what you know what sticks and what doesn't and uh, I think we had found out one day like um, well we did the first album that would that just felt right so the songs that we did we did uh, the second album the writing was definitely more of like a terse situation like uh, just with writing it was like a lot harder because there's other people who were like I want it to sound like this and Brian and I yeah. were like we kind of have, like, he and I have this really, like, fluid, organic way of, of doing songs. Right. And I think that's that's what helps with, like, the catchy shit of it. Because we don't sit there and pine over, like, man, what's going to be the best? We're just, like, if something is played and it feels right and it's just, like, ooh, shit, that's nice, we'll put it in. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I don't know, like, this one was intentional to be, like, put out quick and fast. Um, but, it, like... You know, with the sense that, like, we're ready for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, they've been coming out pretty fast, like, and we're already working on the, we have plans for technically a studio, our fourth studio album, and then a live album uh, coming up, and we've already started writing um, songs. I think we were, like, two or three songs into the next album. Damn.
0: <laughs> that's pretty quick well, this yeah. one came out I should, I should say for people who are listening it came out uh, June 21st so uh, so I'm a little I'm a little behind but it's still pretty recent
3: yeah it's still it's this year I'm pretty
0: yeah, sure yeah, yeah it's this so. summer at least so I got that going there but go. it, it came all your records so far I, th- I think all your records have come out on Creator Destructor what's that what's that connection there how'd you end up there because the only other band uh, that I was no. familiar—sorry to interrupt you again—the the only the only other band okay, that no. I was familiar with from Creator Destructor was going back quite a few years, and I think it was at At Our Heels, which is like a melodic hardcore band. Yes. So then to see those to, are our to, yeah to see that you guys were on that label too, I was a little surprised. I didn't know that I I didn't know that they were that diverse. But now but now I've looked and now I see they there's a are. lot of great
3: bands. Yeah, it's really cool, man. Um, ben Murray. Uh, he is uh, he's been friends with me like we've been friends for like I say like almost a decade or something uh, we he was in a band or he is in a band called Light This City and at yes, the time right. I was in a band called Skeleton Witch and we were both label mates on prosthetic records Right. so we met at like the DNA and we stayed in touch and then like the next band I had done like through a mutual friend it came across Ben's radar and he was just like we were shopping it to labels to see if we could get interest and I remember Ben was just like he had gotten it, like intercepted it. And he was just like, "Dude, this shit's rad." He was like, "Tell them I'll put it out." And so we started our relationship with him, like it's like our record label after that, and, um, and it's been really good, man. Because like it's not like a big kind of label. It's just like our friend who like works his ass off and does what he does and puts out the stuff that he likes.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, and it's re- it's just really cool to be part of it. Um, because it feels like, it doesn't feel like the music industry, you know, where it's just like a bunch of bureaucratic bullshit and like advertising and stuff like that. It's just more like, do you like it? Cool. Do you not like it? There's other stuff. (laughs) If you don't like this, it's just like, keep, you know, keep on moving. (laughs) So, um, it's, it's really cool. We're really happy, uh, to be part of the Creator Destructor family. And, uh, they definitely opened up so many opportunities for us that like, we otherwise wouldn't really have had a chance at so
0: is there a is there a hard um <clears throat> niche for you guys to f- to fill in this band or is there a lot of like opportunities for this kind of sound like do you do you have trouble finding bands to play with that are similar in style do you care about that or you know how
3: i mean we don't work? really care about it right yeah but it's it's hard to find like i mean like normally we get booked with like extreme metal bands and yeah. that's like it's fine, but it's just a little bit uncomfortable, like, when we're doing that, and it's just like, holy shit, man. Like, most of the kids here are ready to rage, yeah. and, like, we're about to play their dad's favorite band.
2: <laughs> right, right. Uh,
3: so, like, um, it's one of those things. Uh, it's harder to find, bands, but, like, like you were talking about earlier, like, uh, if a dude from Horizont hear this, like, we want to fucking tour with you guys. That'd be That'd, be, a, that'd be an incredible uh, tour. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I'd be so stoked. Um, but, like, there's not a whole lot of bands that, like, um i don't know that like kind of i mean everybody's doing their own style it seems um and like we just haven't really or i personally i can't speak for the other dudes but like have not found much that like you know i'm like we should play shows together <laughs> like for for that kind of stuff so right well i mean i guess um, essentially but-
0: that's why you start a band that sounds like how you want it to sound because there aren't other bands that sound like that so i mean
3: that could be yeah
0: do you know what i'm saying yeah
3: yeah i mean yeah absolutely one of the just one of the things. But yeah, I mean like, we play with everybody. Like, we we just, it's just playing music is fun. So that's, that's the bottom line.
0: Well, you said you're going to play this uh, Gygax thing. What What exactly is this? I'm just, I'm totally curious. This is, this is outside of my world completely. Okay.
3: So, yeah, yeah, th- tomorrow, this is great. Tomorrow is Gary Gygax Day, which is just a uh, memorial for Gary Gygax's birthday. I guess he would have been 81 tomorrow. Uh, but his son, Luke Gygax, Is hosting an event called Founders and Legends where they basically have a bunch of like celebs and like um, just notable people in the industry getting together playing D&D and just like just in honor of like the founders and legends (laughs) who made like the RPG community what it is. So hold on, we got. Um, I think we
0: got to stop here for a sec because I, I think a lot of people might be like me and don't know Gary Gygax is the creator of D anD D, right?
3: He is a co creator, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. It was him and Dave Arneson.
0: Okay. Okay. Sorry.
3: So. Yeah. No problem. Go ahead. But yeah, so we're so his son Luke Gygax is throwing this event called Founders and Legends, and we've been asked to be part of it, and it's a huge thing for me because I've been playing like. Or like you know, pretending it like role-playing games like when I like since I was like like a young kid like making up our own or trying to get a hold of D and D and stuff like that. And where I grew up, it was I was still part of the whole like the I think I was like in the, the phasing out of the satanic panic. So like we yeah. were raised in like church and not allowed to like touch anything like D and D because it was said to like take our souls away. Right. So so like um, the fact that I think it was forbidden to me as a kid, is what kind of drove my, like, interest and passion for it, like, all through just growing up as, you know, this is one of those things, like, you tell a kid, like, you can't do this and don't give them a good reason for it, and they're just going to be like, well, there's something you're hiding, so.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I I, I never, I myself never got into uh, D&D, but I did have uh, what I thought, what I think is a similar gaming experience but i could be totally wrong because i never went very far with it but there was the game called hero quest do you are yeah you familiar yeah with that? yeah that was like i a, never
3: played hero quest but uh yes i know i know exactly what you're talking about that, I, 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 on it. Like, I
0: remember that being like popular in my neighborhood for like a summer
3: you know and like yeah all, but that's the thing is like D and those types of games is not really so much like so much what we're driving at it's more of like the allure of, like, the fantasy that was generated by it all. Right. So it's, like, the games are really fun, and the people who like the games, that's one part of it. But then, like, the fantasy imagery and everything that's inspired, like, I mean, down to video games now. Yeah. Is, like, pretty much taken from somewhat something of, like, the same engine or the same archetype. Um, and it's just, that shit just blows my mind, because it's, like, wow, it's, like, it's not just a game. It was an entire, like, cultural influence um and i think it's pretty cool
0: sure and i think there's been there's been cool things that have come offshoots of that again like i was never involved but i still admire a lot of the things that happened through it i had friends who were really into it and it wasn't just the games the more so for them it might have been the books and uh sure yeah and and, and the thing that i like looking at with you know we'd be out skateboarding and a friend of mine would sit down and start reading some some book that of course we would make fun of him for but they would ha- he would have this cool cover on it, you know, so the art there was all, all, the, all, exactly. these, all the different that's what art. I'm talking about, yeah.
3: right there yeah, so it's like no matter if, if you don't have a, like a bone in your body that's like wants to game or anything like that, I feel like the majority of people can appreciate like a fantasy piece of artwork where it's just like fantastic things are happening in, inside this like this image and it's just the 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 image is so vivid that it's just it's just like it's it's just overflowing with like imagination and stuff like that and I think that is the thing that relates that almost everyone can relate to
0: I think you know? so too and I think that could be very easily um very easily exemplified by just the popularity of things like Lord of the Rings and you know, like obviously like this is it was fantasy and it's movies and you know but so many people are willing to watch and look at those things that, uh, obviously it's got a broader reach than some people are willing to admit.
2: Yeah. Well, Well, I
3: mean, I I feel like that, like that, that, like some people are willing to admit thing is like slowly being phased out too. And people are just starting, there's like less of like a nerd thing and more of like a, this is just a common thing, you know, that we don't need these like labels.
0: I agree. I agree. What, what, what is, what, so you, Obviously the artwork for uh for your album are important. I mean because we're speaking about that. Who did the artwork for High Fantasy?
3: That's amazing that you asked that. Um <laughs> it was um one of our friends. So it was our friend Rachel Autumn Deering uh who's a horror writer and a comics editor and just an all-around badass. She um she did she introduced us to because she, she did a uh, comic called Anathema, and she introduced us to one of her comic artists. Uh, it was this guy named Fares Maese. Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: he's a, I think he's from Mexico. And, uh, so she hooked us up with him, and he did the cover of Second Edition. And, uh, he's actually a, he does work for Warhammer and Pathfinder, which are like RPG and miniature games. Um, and then, like, I think he, he had a, he had a picture, uh, featured on like the cover of Heavy Metal Magazine so like he's just done all these crazy things and uh when we got his attention and he was like yeah I want to do the artwork we were just like fuck yes dude this guy is so good so when he did second edition we were super impressed um and then we were thinking about changing it up for the third album um we had hired someone did not work out at all and then we went back to Fares and I was just like at that point I was just like I'm never doing anything unless it's with Fares like he's the dude um but yeah, his it's Fares Maese. that's F A R E S. Um and uh yeah, that's that's how we met him. But like that guy is incredibly talented and that's probably one of my favorite parts about having put out this album is just being able to know that like shit man we, we got this sick ass artwork from this really good artist, like it's so exciting.
0: Well that's I I had a I had uh ah fuck, who was I? I forget who I had on recently that we were talking about just the I just we were talking specifically about album artwork and really why 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 that makes vinyl so much more fun to have this big piece of awesome artwork. Well, yeah, yeah, like yeah. especially if it yeah, ends that, that, up being a that's gatefold. That's kind of how and, our take
3: was. Yeah. Yeah, because we were like, I was like, if we're gonna put out albums, like lots of people put out albums all the fucking time. It's, right. it's like common. But like, if you can give like your fans something more than just your music and you can give them something else like that just like adds to that quality of it. Something that like they want to look at all the time. It's like, that's going to hold up a lot longer and it's probably going to be, it was a cooler experience overall. All
0: right. Right. Well, with, uh, with, with this band, what's, how far do you think that this can go with, with doing this type of music? I mean, and I don't mean that in a, a superficial way, I guess, but like, What's what's the cap on something like playing this type of music? Do you think it can reach the broader audience that we all wish it could or do you think it's just kind of going to got to stay in this this niche?
3: I don't know, man. I mean, like there are times when we're just kind of like what the fuck are we doing? Um but then the, there are the other times where it's just like we see the mix of people that we get at shows, you know, and yeah. it's like some people come cuz they're like, "Oh, dude, I'm a huge like I'm an avid RPG player." And somebody told me there was like a Dungeons and Dragons like themed band, so we had to see it. But then you'll have people who are like, dude, I fucking love your record. I don't know a thing about what a dragon is, but like that (laughs) shit's cool. You know, and it's so like, I don't know. I mean, we don't really have like our eyes set on like what can we do. We're just kind of like we've all played music our whole lives. We've tried not playing music, it's fucking miserable. (laughs) So like we have to play music. Like it's just something we have to do. Um, so you know, like whether it's like a huge success or not, like we're still going to be making it.
0: Good, so. good, and and well, like you said there, with the, as far as the two different people coming from two different ends of it. I Again, I myself am the I don't know shit about this, but I know that I, I hear it, and just as a fan of rock music, I fucking love it. So I'm Hell glad yeah. you're doing it, Thank and you. and and to me, it's it, to me it sounds like this band might be uh, a lot more fun than uh, than other bands. Is this more? Is this? Is this a fun band to be in?
3: Dude, absolutely. It's the funnest band to be in. Like, we have the best times. It's,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, like, I, I'm like... I just started thinking about, like... Because we're going to go on tour in October. And I was just like, fuck yes. Like, I'm so excited. Because everybody... Like, we all... I don't know. I mean, like... I feel like that's the thing about a band. Is it's like this brotherhood, you know, with these people. with yeah. your friends or whatever. Um, and, you know, they're like we've all experienced it enough to work to know like some people don't work in bands and like that's a really hard thing for a lot of bands to do is like be okay with like the changing of the guard and shit like that uh... even fans like they'll get wrapped up in it and be like oh, i want these original guys but it's like it's all about finding who belong yeah and um... Mm-hmm. and as far as we're at right now like we definitely have everyone belongs like we all understand each other we all respect each other and it's just like it's cool man it's, Best time of my, my
0: goddamn life. Well, that's that's awesome, and I, I've I've i reference referenced this band I I was in every now and then on the podcast, probably too much. But I was in a band that I started with my best friends, and it wasn't that fucking fun. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. Like it just well, wasn't fun. Man. It It didn't work. Yeah. Like we didn't work in that capacity. When we hung out, we loved it. But when we tried to work together, it sucked. So I, underst- I understand Different, what huh? you're saying about, yeah. yeah. What, with uh, you, you spoke a little bit about the tour. Is that something you can talk about at this point?
3: Uh, not really because it's not finalized. Right, I know yeah. our sites are set from um, – we're going to do a west-east coast tour. So nice. we'll be able to hit up places on both ends of the spectrum. Unfortunately, sorry to all the Southerners and the Midwesterners, um, but we're not gonna be able to hit those places well, this time around. I think um, they're
0: used to hearing that, so if it, if that might
2: be yeah.
3: <laughs> but uh, I mean, like we'd like to do an extensive tour and hit a bunch of places that we haven't been before. Sure, um, we're just kind of waiting for the right time. Um, but yes, yeah, like we don't have anything yet. Uh, but if you check out our Bandcamp page, or which is GygaxGuild.Bandcamp, whatever. Yeah. Um, or our Facebook instagram any of that twitter uh all of our handles are gygax guild except for facebook okay um so uh but anyway like yeah we're, we're gonna start announcing that pretty soon but we've been working on it for a while It's slowly coming together
0: cool well i, I gotta ask you one one last question you kind of have to forgive me for this because i i realize this is like a fucking weirdo like radio guy question and um uh, so, and it's, God, it's so corny. But since you, since this is like a a fantasy related band, what would be your fantasy rock and roll situation? Go.
3: <laughs> our fantasy rock and yeah, roll? Yeah, like, uh, yes,
0: no, no. I mean, like, it, so, it, like, what is the, what would you Any lo- band
3: we could make out of any of our heroes? No, I would, yes. Well, let's, let's go with that.
0: Yeah, go with that.
3: Okay. Uh, I know, speaking for Wes, well, for me, it would have to be Phil Lennett on bass, vocals. Yeah. Then Randy Rhodes and Buck Dharma. Um, and then also probably, oh, definitely either, um, oh, Mickey D. There you go, on drums.
2: Uh, uh, like, it would enough. be
3: fucking rad as shit to see a band <laughs> like that. And you know what? Well, as soon as they're done with this hologram technology, we might be able to start doing shit like that. Yeah, I know. I think of I, I
0: often, not often. All right, a couple times I've thought about like these bands that you could make just out of the dead
3: guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was it's kind of like a fantasy football league right. for like rock and roll. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But you, but That's also it, there's there's That's like this idea. there's like this uh there's like this worry that like sometimes oh god, I've gotten this conversation a couple times specifically with Hendrix. We're like, is it Better that Hendrix died before the eighties, or were the eighties the way they Dude, were because that's, Hendrix that's died? But but what? But Personally, if Hendrix if Hendrix was alive, would the eighties have ended up that way? Do you know?
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah, because he's got. Well, yeah, I think it still would have. It would it would have been like a slight variant of itself. You know like yeah, you're probably right. super far off. Right. Um, but yeah, like honestly, like I have a weird thing about that kind of stuff because. Like, personally, for me, it's like I have, I feel like there's a time limit on everything, you sure. know? And once something goes past that time limit and you're still trying to force it, it's just like, I don't know, it just doesn't quite hit as hard. And uh, oh. that's, you know, this is one of the things. Like, I'm always constantly tormenting myself about, like, all right, man, we made a good album. Now we can hang it up. And then another dude's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "But what if we keep going? It sucks." And they're like, "Dude, just chill." It's I like, I like
2: that
0: whole episode yeah. of Seinfeld about like the, the jerk store or some shit. You gotta you gotta go out on on your big joke. You can't just keep you can't just keep trying. You gotta leave on the good one. But
3: that's exactly. hard. That's hard to but do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Especially when the allure is there and like you know, like. Doing something like this isn't exactly like a one-time thing. It's just like when you're committed to it, it's like your entire life and your entire existence. And it's like, well, shit, man, do I hang up everything after this and just become like a fucking like a farmer out in the country? Or what? <laughs>
0: right, right, yeah, uh, yeah. When do you? Uh, well, why not ride it out? Though I guess is the other thing. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's a weird. There's so many. Uh, there's so many pros and cons. Yeah. There's so, so many
3: moving parts. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is one of the more complex philosophical questions
0: that plagued our generation. <laughs> to, ro- to rock or not? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I right, I think I'm about done with you, but I wanted to I wanted to uh, ask you this one last question, and it's a it's it's a very simple one, but I just wanted to know if you knew that sloths have four arms.
3: Four arms?
0: Yeah, I mean, like th- they have four arms, but they have like four forearms because they have four arms. four as
3: an f-o-u-r
0: yes but they also have four forearms because they have four arms
3: yeah wow that's heavy man (laughs) i didn't know that but i did know that they used to be taller than like two-story houses nah
2: i didn't know that
3: yeah dude the pre the prehistoric ones they were um i was looking i was going on like a wikipedia like rabbit hole about that the other day (laughs) and i was just like what the fuck i
0: I, i've been Um, learning a lot about some of them that's that's crazy it doesn't even make sense yeah. what, what trees did they hang on
3: I don't know I think they were just more like slow moving like land mammal kind of thing I don't know I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna revisit the wiki page I encourage you to do the same thing and then we'll reconvene and exchange notes
0: I think I think that's pretty that's a pretty good idea alright Eric thank you <laughs> thank you for coming on and talking to me about, about your band I truly do appreciate it and I really do love this record and I hope more people get on board with it and listen to it and uh That's about it. Thank you, man.
3: Absolutely, man. Thank you so much, bud. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you later. All right. Later.
0: So there you go. That was my conversation with Eric Harris of Gygax. Uh Thank you to him for coming on and speaking with me. And though, that song there, that was Mage Lust, and that was uh, that, that. That's of course off the album High Fantasy. And I'm not kidding when I say that I want to play more and more songs from these guys. Uh, I played Light I, play, I played I uh, played Mage Lust, but I want to play Spell Shaker, and I want to play Mirror Image, and I want to play Hide Mind, and uh, that'd just be ridiculous. So, I need you to go find that record and listen to those songs and enjoy them as much as I do. I, again, especially suggest if you uh, run. That's the the type of shit that I I love running around to. Um, So, that's it for this one. I want to encourage everybody, as always to send in your emails, your music submissions, uh, do any of that at podcast at gmail.com. And I, I personally, I've been taking a little bit of a social media break lately. I'll pop on to post the things that I want to post, and then I've been removing the apps from my phone. So I haven't been uh, been uh, keeping up at all. Too much going on outside of that. So other than the podcast, I want to keep it slip. So, but I'm still active on there, So, uh, and I'm sure I'll get back to normal at some point. But... You can go to Getting Underscore It Underscore Out Underscore Podcast on Instagram. The Facebook page is slash Getting It Out Podcast. And there's Twitter at Getting It Out Pod. And um, just subscribe, subscribe to the podcast so you don't gotta go looking for it. It'll just be here. Um, I, again, for the third time on this episode, encourage people. To send in emails uh, with questions, Give me some questions. I, I've said this before. I've never, I've kind of half-hearted committed to it. If you have a question for me, I guarantee you, I have an answer, even if it's not a good one. I do have an answer for you, but uh, that's that's <laughs> that's uh, a promise at least. Oh, I want to I want to make sure everybody, as always, goes and checks out of the podcast of Dark Satellite Media. That's a podcast network that uh, you can find this podcast on. Um put a couple cool ones dropped this week there was uh, there was one from um, everyone but us over in England they dropped a cool episode that actually well I don't know if it's cool I haven't listened to it yet I gotta listen to it tomorrow they just came out today it's with uh Death Before Dishonor and Slope I'm sure it's great and then these there's the uh the, the all out war episode from Bro- Brooklyn Blast Furnace he's been firing them out lately a lot of a lot of a lot of mini episodes Listen to the one with Zach Thorne the other day Listen to the one with Chris X from This Is Hardcore Fest the other day um uh, Ill Street News just did a cool one with the homeboy from Enemy Mind uh, That like that one again. Go back uh, that Howie Abrams a- episode. Uh, what what else is there? Who else is putting stuff out on there? You know, go look for yourself. You can go to to Dark Satellite Media on uh, on, on on Instagram, I believe uh, on. On um, Twitter, it's like Dark Satellite Media One or something. I should know this. I, sh- I should have this information. I just don't. And then there's a Facebook group. Uh, search it out. Dark Satellite Media. Lots of podcasts. You figure it out yourself. Would you like? If you're into the hardcore stuff, uh, I suggest Ill Street News. Everyone but us, and of course Brooklyn Blast Furnace. That's a hard one to say for me. I don't know. I, I just trip over. It. Um, and there's there's other stuff there for there there two there four as well. So it is oh, I can't speak whatever whatever the fuck. And I, so also uh, as always they don't need my help. But you should listen to Post America podcast as well. They've been they've been putting out some episodes lately that I've quite enjoyed. So uh, so uh, in our community, you know that's that's what we're talking about here. So. That's it for this one. Officially it for this one. I'm going to play you one last song. I would play another uh, uh, Gygax song if I thought that was uh, reasonable. But I feel like that's that would be kind of ridiculous of me. And th- they might even get mad at me that I'm giving away their whole record. So uh, I'm going to play one from a Canadian thrash band. Which I know. It's, it's okay. Uh, but they, they, they do have a name that, that that was tough to get through. Their name is called Rectify. Uh, but it's spelled W-R-E-C-K uh, dash Defy, D-E-F-Y. Uh, they need to work on that. But they don't need to work on their sound. I enjoy their sound. The song is called Killing Children. And uh, it's just uh, some some Canadian thrash coming out on a Finnish record label, Inverse Records. What more do you want? That's perfect, right? Isn't that the, the combo you've been waiting for? Finnish thrash band through, or wait, wait, Canadian thrash band uh, through Finland. And now being played on an American podcast. What the fuck? Let's take the UN over here. Anyway, whatever. I'm done. Um, that's all for this one. Reach out to me. Uh, Rectify, killing the children, off of their album. What's this album called again? Oh, we should. Do, we should be. You should have this ready. Off their album, uh, Rem, remnants of pain. I believe is what it's called. Remnants of pain. Rectify, killing the children. Here it is. Bye bye.